0: You are listening to the ninety-ten rule. 90% business, 10% music.
1: If I got locked away and we lost it all today, tell me honestly, would you still love me the same? If I showed you my flaws, if I couldn't be strong, tell me honestly, would you still love me the same?
2: Right above no. If
1: judge for life, man,
3: would you stay by my side? Or is you gonna say goodbye? Can you tell me right now? If I couldn't buy you the fancy things in life, shoddy, would it be all right? Come and show me that you do Get laid down, 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 dang. All I want is somebody real who don't need much. I got I know that I can trust. To be here when money low. If I did not have nothing else to give but love, would that even be enough? Y'all, me need to know.
1: showed you my flaws, if I couldn't be strong Tell me honestly, would you still love me the same? Tell me, tell me, would you want
3: me? me? Tell me, tell me, would you call me? me? If you knew I wasn't ballin' Cause I need, I gotta lose always by my side Tell me, tell me, do you need need me? Tell me, tell me, do you love me? Trying to
1: play me If I need a gun to hold me down for life. If I got locked away And we lost it all today Tell me honestly Would you still love me the same? If I showed you my flaws If I couldn't be strong Tell me honestly Would you still love me
4: Ladies and gentlemen, that was Locked Away featuring Adam Levine by Rock City. You can find them online or Instagram at City. right here on the 9010 Rule. Artists,
0: if you want your music featured on the 9010 Rule, email us your songs and notice of approval to playmyshit at the 9010rule.com. All submissions without written consent will not be considered. Today on the ninety ten Rule.
5: The way I came into it, I, I am definitely an advocate of, of the best engineers in the game are musicians. Because you, you're recording music, so it makes sense that you know it know what you're recording. You're not just pressing I mean you're still processing audio. Sometimes I break stuff down to that to where all I'm listening to is audio. So it doesn't matter if it's spoken voice, a guitar, a trumpet, a tuba, it's still audio. I gotta clean it, pretty much. But if you're a musician, you can hear stuff, your sessions go faster. The vibe in the suit and the in the in the studio itself is different because you have that relationship with the artist and it's like sometimes it's just you and the artist in there and the artist might be struggling and you gotta almost encourage the artist through your knowledge of music like that was a little flat well how about you come in a little higher on this part and maybe you know no here you gotta know music to be able to do that I've been in studios to where I've heard people say you know how was that last take and the engineer's like uh it was cool." they never get nothing because they're, they're just pressing a button they know how to process audio they know how to clean it and do all this, you know, the technical stuff, but they're not musicians. So they can't feel that, hey, that was a little fast. That needs to be a little bit further back in the pocket. Hey, you want to cut that again or you want me to nudge it back a little bit? Like, that's the kind of stuff that only musicians would feel and know because they know music.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the ninety ten Rule. I am Kevin Davis, and as always, I got my partner with me. What's going on, y'all? It's Brian Jennings. Yo, this guy right here, man, has come to the studio for us today, man. Excellent, excellent guy, Um, somebody that you definitely ought to know, and if you don't know, you probably need him. Oh, Yeah, real talk. Prince, (laughs) what's the deal, fam? Man, just, I'm happy
5: to be here, happy to uh, have the uh, ability to um, do something like this. It's Pretty cool,
0: man. Indeed, indeed. You know what's funny, man? I actually had a student that I taught um, that told me one time that he didn't need my help because (laughs) he can mix records in 20 minutes.
4: Well, he can mix them in you, 20 minutes, huh? He yes. can
0: mix a record uh, in 20 minutes. I'm impressed. You, you know, and the funny thing about it was is because it was so, such a simple record that he played for me, it wasn't awful. Uh-huh. But just the idea that someone believes that they can mix a record in 20 minutes is... Accurately. Is what's wrong with this this, this industry right now. Um, <laughs> well, I was being
4: sarcastic. I, I really I was knew.
0: Impressed.
5: <laughs> <laughs> um, Man, that, that whole... 20-minute thing, yeah, that's uh that's We run into that a lot, honestly, and it's like, you go, you can even go on Craigslist and find people to mix your songs, but like, send me five songs, I do it for $100, and 20 minutes a piece, I'll send it back to you in five. Oh, wow. It's like, yeah. So the market is um, interesting when it comes to all those rates and stuff, but... You want to take time with anything that you want to get right, you know?
4: Well, so. the, you know what? We're going to get into it <laughs> matter, matter of fact, let me let me start here. Because for, for those that don't, I guess, Prince, will you mind telling people uh, what you do and, um, and how you got started in music? Yeah,
5: I'm a, um, I am guess by by now I would say I'm an engineer. I'm a mix engineer, tracking engineer. But um, I started singing and stuff, man. People don't know. I, I actually know a little tune. You know, I've been known the hum a little bit back in the day. but um, (laughs) That helps your ear, too? Yeah, it definitely helped out. I didn't know it was going to help out then, but um, came out of Virginia. Uh, We were in an R&B group called 295. And in 295, it was me, Jay Holiday, and it was one other guy named uh, Hayes or Dion. He's out in Maryland now, but ran the gamut of, you know, coming down to Atlanta with the uh, quote-unquote pipe dream of we're going to put you out in 45 days. Yeah, single going <laughs> to come out in 90 days. It's nothing. You know, we came out and did, did what we could. Um, things didn't really fit the way they should have or that we wanted them to. And But we had been a group for so long since we were in like 10th, 11th grade. Oh, wow. So we were like, look, at this point, we done been at it for about a year and a half. Let's just take this one more meeting. If it don't go through, look, we just go to They've been calling for Jay Highlight this whole time. you know what I'm saying? The whole time they're like, "We can do something." So we're like, "Look, bro, go ahead and kill it. When you need us, we're here. We got you." So that took off. He took off. I was sitting here like, "Well, I'm not going back to Virginia. That's one thing I'm not going to do. <laughs> I don't think I can do this in Virginia, or at least I didn't know anybody that could do this type of stuff in Virginia. I went from sitting on the couch watching BET, looking at Jazzy Faye, to standing next to Jazzy Faye in the studio. And he's got, uh, i never forget it, he had these like blue glowing ice cubes in his drink. Back when that was, I guess, popping. when You know, you got glass in the club and your drinks and lighting up and type stuff. So to see that, I was like, yeah, I can't do this in Virginia. There's no way I can do this in Virginia. <laughs> there's
0: no glowing ice cubes
5: in Virginia. Nah, there's no glowing ice cubes in Virginia. So I stayed, and I was like, well, I play guitar. And I was like, I can knock on all of these doors, the producers and songwriters I met over the over the time that we've been here, and just ask, like, look, I'm still here. I got these guitars. What's up? And got it back into the studios and playing guitars on some stuff. Um, I played with a producer named uh, Little Ronnie my first guitar placement was same girl with R. Kelly and Usher. So even with that, I was like, yeah, I can't do this in Virginia. I was like, I can you can make money by playing guitar like like just like that? It just happens like that. And it doesn't just happen like that, but if you're in it and around it right. and among it, it happens a lot faster. Right. So did that. Um, oh he
4: just dropped a jewel real quick there. Man, yeah, you gotta be in it to in it. it. That that, that
5: phrase it. is means a lot. Down here Like you can I was accepted To uh, Berkeley College of Music In Boston I was also accepted To Juilliard On a tuba scholarship So like, I know you played the tuba Yeah <laughs> I'm a musician for real man so. Yeah my guitar player Play tuba too If you need that Yeah just in case You need a little tuba On the track You know holla at me I got you
4: That nigga cold <laughs> But tuba um on the track
5: I was like I went and visited All those schools man I was like This is cool but I came to Atlanta. and I was like, "This is what I would be going to school to end up trying to do anyway." So,
0: you cut the middle be in it,
5: You know what I mean? All so right. I was. I had the opportunity to be there and be around it. And um, like I said, kept knocking on doors. The guitar playing leaded into engineering because me and Jay Holiday had an apartment together in Virginia, and I would record him while he's doing all the singing. So I knew enough to record myself playing guitar. So I was like, hey, since I'm here, I'll go ahead and record myself. You can chill, have a beer, do whatever you do. Leave me in the studio. I'll go ahead and cut all the guitars. When you come back, it'll be done. So they came back and the stuff be done. They like it. So they would end up recording the artist or the songwriter or whoever's writing the actual song. So I was like, well, since I'm sitting here, how about I record the songwriter too? Since we're here, we can just put it all together. That's how I got into engineering. Like literally, it was just because I could play guitar and I could record myself. And then Anthony Dent. At that time, his biggest joint was um, Survivor for Destiny's Child, and he was like, "Yo, you know you can get fifty dollars for fifty dollars an hour as a Pro Tools engineer." I said, "Well, back home, like the goal was like ten dollars an hour at a regular job, <laughs> right?" So he's like, 50 dollars now." I said, "All he doing is pressing a red button. I could do that. I could figure that. out. I, mean, I can record myself enough. So that's literally what happened. I was like, the group situation didn't work out. I'm a natural musician. I can become a producer, but all I got is guitars." Can't make a beat with just guitars. I need an MPC, a keyboard, some speakers, and all the rest of that. So I need to engineer so I can get some money, so I can buy some equipment to become a producer to have a reason for staying down here. Okay. In that process, the engineering calls just kept coming and kept coming, kept coming to the point where you're doing all these 12-hour sessions, 13-hour sessions, sleeping in the studio. I didn't have time to make beats at home. It was the go to sleep. Come back to the studio. You remember them artist factory days, just man. until you know what I'm saying. Yo, I already know. Just until you know, running out the waffle house and coming right back and doing it again for another six hours, and running to the store and grabbing some drinks and coming right back, man. So
4: and this ain't this ain't like in the well middle of the week. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. gonna be there all night. But all guess night. what? Friday, Saturday, while everybody else at the club. Oh yeah, in the studio. Yeah, or you might strong. Unless you got unless
5: you're attached to an artist or something like that who's going to do a walkthrough or something like that, you might step out, but you're coming back to the studio. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, as an engineer, you're probably not going to the club in the first place. <laughs> right. We need you to tighten up this song or we go ahead and do this club walkthrough. We'll be back in a couple hours. I just need you to sit here until <laughs> yeah. we get back. Yeah. But yeah, man, the engineering thing took off and people started calling for that. And I was naturally fast because I thought I had to be. To get, you know, to not uh, cause the songwriters and the producers to lose their vibe and stuff like that. So it just worked out that way, man. It was, yeah. Didn't plan it. Did not, had no plans on being an engineer, like ever. Didn't think that was going to work. Not that it wasn't going to work, but just it wasn't in the cards. I came down here to, you know, to sing and be in an R&B group. That didn't work. So let me play guitar. And then engineering just came out of left field like, hey, try this. So I was like, okay, that's what the universe
0: wants right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I know it's not necessary, but how much do you think being a musician played a part in being a good engineer? The way I came into it, I,
5: I am definitely an advocate of, of the best engineers in the game are musicians because you, you're recording music. So it makes sense that you know it. You know what you're recording. You're not just pressing, I mean, you're still yeah. processing audio. Sometimes I break stuff down to that to where all I'm listening to is audio. So it doesn't matter if it's spoken voice, a guitar, a trumpet, a tuba, it's still audio. I gotta clean it, pretty much. But if you're a musician, you can hear stuff, your sessions go faster, the vibe in the suit in the in the in the studio itself is different because you have that relationship with the artist and he's like sometimes it's just you and the artist in there and the artist might be struggling. And you got to almost encourage the artist through your knowledge of music. Like, that was a little flat. Well, how about you come in a little higher on this part? And maybe, you know, we can switch this note here. But you got to know music to be able to do that. Because I've been in studios to where I've heard people say, you know, how was that last take? And the engineer's like, um, it was cool. <laughs> right. <laughs> they never know No input. Nothing. Because they're, they're just pressing a button. They know how to process audio. Right. They know how to clean it and do all this You know, the technical stuff, but they're not musicians. Right. So they can't feel that, hey, that was a little fast. That needs to be a little bit further back in the pocket. Hey, you want to cut that again or you want me to nudge it back a little bit? Like that's the kind of stuff that only musicians would feel and know because they know music.
0: But you know what I'm thinking of now that I'm thinking about it, maybe the way that you came into the game mm-hmm. gave you a little bit more perspective because as an yeah. assistant engineer, a lot of times they're told, hey, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> when, I, when I need you, <laughs> when, You're right. when You're I right. need you, I'll let you know. And right. if you have an opinion, I'll give it to you. Right. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I think maybe possibly the way you came in gave you that edge without you even knowing it. You had a leg up on a lot of the other guys because yeah. you already had the feel for music. You already had the the... I hate to say swag, but you already yeah. had you already had that thing that was going for that, you, so that it was more of a creative engineer as opposed to just being a a button pusher.
5: Yeah, I mean it it helps a lot, and then it opens up doors because if if you develop these relationships with these people, and you're also a trumpet player or something, and They're working on Mystical's album, and he's got this horn line that just ain't sitting right, and you just happen to be a trumpet player. So even though you're the assistant engineer and you're supposed to be quiet, it's like, oh, I'm supposed to raise my hand right now, right? Right. Even though they told me to shut up and be a fly on the wall (laughs) and do my job, like they're about to call somebody and pay somebody $1,000 an hour to come in and play. I got my trumpet in my bag. Somebody told me I was a genius for bringing my guitar to every session I came to. Like regardless if they asked for a guitar or not. Number one, I wasn't gonna leave my guitar in the truck. <laughs> 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 Little did they know. You know what I'm Little did they know. I'm not and you know, I'm probably staying on somebody's couch, so I don't wanna leave my guitar at the crib. You know what <laughs> right. I'm saying? Cause I'm you know, struggling the artist is the same as a struggling engineer sometimes. Right. You're just trying to get work. So I would bring my guitar everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere. And that came from being in the R and B group. On the R and B group, I was the guy who was a musician to where Anywhere we went, somebody could play the music and we could sing on the spot. Right. That was the one, one little kick with us was we can perform anywhere, anytime, place. doesn't matter where. If the three people are standing in the room. Prince always got his guitar with him. We can go right now. If, if Jimmy Iovine walked in the room, go, ready. Right. We're walking through the mall. Go, we got kicked out of Linux Mall, Perimeter Mall, same stuff. Because <laughs> I broke out the guitar in the middle of the mall. We just started going. So it came from that to now I'm bringing my guitar to every session and they're like, yo, so you play guitar? I'm like, yeah, it's a bass. Okay, cool. Sometimes it doesn't turn into nothing. Right. Sometimes it's like, yo, you said you, that's a bass, right? And you're in there. Mm-hmm. Just it, like that. They've never heard you play. They don't know if you're good or not. They don't, you, they don't know if you trained for thousands of hours to right. get into Berkeley. and you did all of this stuff to become, and they have no idea. But they saw a bass. You're where Why the bass Why would you have needed. it
0: if you can't play it? Right. Why
5: would you have it if you can't play it, number one, and you're where it's needed? I don't have to call anybody. Cause you're right there. I don't have to call the musician who studied to be in that position to be called for that session. I already got one. I'm here. Let's go, man. I was and, and we were playing with the um. We did a song with K. Fam, this producer, right? And at the time, I was bringing all the guitars because I had to learn every song we recorded to be able to play on the spot. So I'm sitting behind and playing these little licks and even getting into guitars. That's, yeah, that's a whole nother story. But <laughs> he was telling me these licks I was playing. He was like, if you keep doing that, man, producers pay a lot of money for those little licks in like, um uh In Those Jeans by Genuine. That's one, like, if you remember the guitar line, it's really, yeah. that was R&B at that time. Right. You keep playing those licks, man, you can get on. I'm like, man, I don't, I, don't, I play bass. I don't even play guitar, really. but right. Keep playing those licks. And I kept doing it, kept doing it, kept doing it, and it worked. They was like, yo, can you come to the studio and put that down? And the little sprinkle. Everybody calls it sprinkles now. Prince, we got to put your sprinkle on it. So (laughs) I come through and do the little, I'm like, and then when I learned what it was and then learned through other guitar players what that part of guitar playing was, and it was so small. And it's like you could go through four or five years of college and learn what they want in like the first <laughs> six months of the first semester or whatever How you know right. what I'm saying and if you take that and then leave school and go to Atlanta you're good <laughs> right. all of these 12 page arias and classical t- man that works and yeah. you could probably call upon it but what they really want right now is what you know
0: well I mean you know the average listener is not sophisticated enough to even appreciate or di- digest <laughs> fourth year guitar. You know what I'm saying? Like right. <laughs> Flamenco guitar. It's not playing. like
5: Spanish.
4: <laughs> right. you, can't, you can't tell.
5: It's like, it's man, are off. you good or are you or, or aren't you? Right. I've got calls as a bass player to come to a studio for somebody else to play my bass. Yeah. I got a call from a producer. That's, a, <laughs> that's one name I won't say the producer. So because it's whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> I get the call. And I'm like, yo, such and such calls. He needs a bass player. I'm calling my friends. Like, yo, I'm gonna go to the studio, play bass for such and such. It's about to be oh, let's go. I ain't about to engineer no more. I'm about to be on. Let's get it. I get there. He's like, yeah. So um, you play bass, right? I was like, yeah. This is Stephanie. Of course, the bass has to have a name. This is Stephanie. Pull the bass out. He starts playing it. Plugs up. He's like, man, it's got a nice tone. Tells the engineer, run it from the top. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Can you give me a few minutes, my man? I was like, so you want me to leave the room? Re- so you called me over here to play my bass because you didn't want to call a uh, equipment rental store and, right. and and rent a bass. You just found a bass player had him bring his bass.
0: Wow.
4: And then had him sit outside while he used your base. <laughs> then they ain't gonna even had a conversation like, yeah, man, here's what we here's for here's, what I, here's how long mm-mm. I need it. Just no nope. Oh yeah, man, this is nice, man. This is Why don't nice. you step outside? Yeah, he wouldn't
0: even yeah. let him sit in the room like, When I like,
4: fuck. Yeah,
5: just give me a few minutes, man. Um can you mind if I give what? us a few minutes? We, we'll be right with you. Wow. Nah But it, the funny thing is At least
2: you ha- gas for the will. You have
5: to know your Not your role You gotta know where you are in your lane And your path In this whole situation Because if you got brought in He called you Because he knew somebody else Who knew somebody else And that person decides You know what I'm saying uh-huh. You yeah. got to know your position so it's like, yo, at least I showed my show my face. He knows my name. Next time he comes to Atlanta, he remembers that Prince right. got a bass.
0: Now, if the 10th time you're bringing your bass player to play, <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> hey, it might be a pattern. Because, I mean,
5: and at the same time, this is, a, this is really a relationship-based industry. Like, this is a creative thing we're doing. You have – that's another reason why being a musician – Is key to being a great engineer because there's that relationship with the artists and the people in the room and vibe. And I've been in plenty of sessions where I had a bad day. And because I was having a bad day and was showing, the vibe in the room was off. And Javon pulled me to the side one day. He was like, "Bruh, like, you all right? I said, man, I got some stuff I'm thinking about. He was like, "Um, you need a few minutes to handle that? You know, go outside and talk about it. I said, no, we just rush through it. You know, I'll I'll work through it because I'm always just that type to just keep pushing. He's like, nah, man, go handle that and come back. I was like, nah, you know, I got you, don't worry about it. He's like, nah, the vibe ain't right. He was like, everybody can feel that you're having a bad day, so they can't really get the ball rolling, get the vibe, get that happy vibe because you're obviously not happy. <laughs> right, right. So go ahead and take care of that and come back. So that's when I knew that, that relationship and that vibe thing and a, another reason why they tell assistant engineers to not say nothing, just do your job, don't converse, don't try to... Make your presence really known. Just right. kind of do what you need to do, but,
4: but you know, Javon is one of those guys that like he's a dope, dope musician, man. Mm-hmm. But he's he's smart and intuitive in regards to like energy. Like oh, yeah. a lot of people can't pick up on that. Sometimes I think musicians are just out of their mind when they say those kinds yeah. of things, but you can feel it in the room, man. You can, yeah,
5: feel you it. can. It's it's like work working with um. There's this group out called the EXO Girls. They just dropped a couple singles, really dope. Um, and one of the young ladies in the group, I've worked with her for a few years now, just in and out of the industry and stuff. And you develop relationships with certain people where you know how how best they operate. You know that if they just got into an argument with the boyfriend outside come in you can feel that vibe on the mic it's like yo you need a few minutes to just chill and kind of get that out do we need to get a couple bottles of wine in here loosen it up do we need to drop the lights do we need to break them up you start feeling that vibe with certain people and how they can you can really turn that negative session into a positive one and just take a break and almost pull back hey let's stop the music for a minute and just chill like we got till 12 we got some time you're gonna knock this out anyway don't even trip let's just you want to just play some other music and get into a whole nother vibe and then get back into it you would have to know that you would have to know that vibe and that you just got you got to know people you got to have the ability to tell this person that this can of red coke is blue eight different ways like you seen that movie um is it liar liar with Jim Carrey he's got the pen yeah he keeps trying to say the pen is red but the pen is blue, and it keeps telling you know. Right. It's the same thing. You have to figure out a way how to tell this person that this pen is blue without saying that this pen is blue.
0: So it sounds like you're you're talking a lot about trust. How important do you think it is for an artist to trust their engineer?
5: That's why a lot of people now, especially songwriters and producers, are they find one engineer that they love and they rock with it. And that's the goal now. As an engineer, is there's two lanes. It's like you got for session work and hourly work and i'll just come wherever you need me to or i kind of mainly work out of patchworks just almost a nine to five version of engineering right and then you got the for hire guys who are just going out with one person and it's like that's just my guy and i've developed a relationship with this guy to the point where i don't even have to say certain stuff that's when you really trust your engineer but that comes with those late nights and him, the engineer, knowing that the producer is tired and kind of carrying the rest of the session for him, almost propping him up. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you know he's burnt. But you know that we got to get this song done. But he's burnt, so you kind of got to pick up the slack a little bit. But all that takes into account. And as far as like you said, trust. You gotta, you gotta have trust because the artist is going through a thousand and one things. The vocalist is going through without the producer, the songwriter. Once that song is down, they should be able to leave. In my opinion, right if i'm working with you and you're a producer and you've laid your beat down and your creative point is done as far as putting that beat down or the songwriter put all of the lyrics down you should better leave the room and go chill, relax and the engineer knows what exactly how you like certain stuff to be, you know, kicks hair and i like my backgrounds here and stuff like that. They would know those things and you can just leave and just have that comfort of knowing that we got a system, we got a machine. That can crank this stuff out, and that's when you really become effective. And what's the other word I'm looking for? Uh, like uh, assembly line, almost. Right. Mm-hmm. You get project we're working on. T pain. Okay. Well, I got eight beats. By the time that songwriter is in that booth, them eight beats should already be loaded up. If you have the opportunity, that's why people are like you go ahead and get to these sessions a little early, or make your you know a template or something like that. When I work with Rock City a lot, they you have a lot of beats. So I'd have to load them up fast. And that was another reason because if you know your client or you know your artist or songwriter and they work fast and with Rock City, if they got a vibe and you don't pull that beat up and literally four real minutes, like real, count from one to 64 times. If that beat is not loaded up in the Pro Tools and that mic is on and it's ready, that whole idea is gone. <laughs> like because, yeah.
0: but You're that, the cause of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> You're the reason why When that producer Pulled that beat up Yo I love that Pull that up Yo P pull that up Man from the time He said Can you pull that up If you can't get it in the Pro Tools Load it up fast That idea's gone
0: Right it's gone And, and I you mean You can't yo, get it
4: back Cause the ideas come that quick though They come that When you Man. in the room And everybody's just <laughs> Feeling it Like it come that Oh I got a line Yep Boom let me jump in the booth And let me just
5: I'm, I learned the hard way I, I definitely, um, I had a couple tenures at a few uh, studios where I was doing kind of like nine to five stuff. But then I ended up working with Little Ronnie, Rock City, then um, a few other just uh, uh, Miko the Great, Mad Scientist, is a bunch of guys. But we worked for extended amounts of time. And with that, you like you said, you developed that trust and you developed that timing. And you know how each person wants it set up. They know it's, oh man, I got, the mic should always be on with certain people or the mic should always be off because I don't want it to come out. Or I might be on the phone in the booth with my boo or my side chick or whatever your situation is. And you know, hey bro, cut the mic. Because such and such, like you got to know all of that stuff. But those relationships are really, really turned up in in those one-on-one client producer type situation mm-hmm. because you learn that person so rock city knew exactly where they wanted their reverb set knew exactly where to run you know so we could work i could keep up with them because i already knew what they wanted if you don't know and you just get thrown in or i gotta sit out one day and gotta call a sub in i've had these guys call me like yo prince can you please like
1: <laughs> <laughs> please.
5: like or you know what just we'll get through the session and we'll send it to prince when we're finished <laughs> just, just record it. Make, and I always used to tell them: if people can't record with me, I, I, I pray that all the engineers out here can understand that if it's distorted, you can't do nothing with it. There's nothing you can't. What they call it, you can't polish your turd.
0: Yeah, shit in, shit, in, shit out, <laughs> yeah. shit in, shit out. Yeah.
5: So I, I, when I couldn't work with people that enjoy working with me, I would tell them: just have the engineer record it as best they can. Try not to distort nothing. I'll fix it later. So. I got away with that but you hear some stories to where I've had Rock City call me from LA and be like yo can you please tell this engineer how to fly such and such he keeps telling me it can't be done I'm like but we do it every day that's what I told him can you so I'm literally talking to the engineer from Stone Mountain this is another one of the (laughs) pour it up kind of situations where people think you involved but you way on the other side of town but
0: well you are involved because you're on the phone (laughs) right he's
5: like yo this engineer's Telling me he can't do such and such Can you tell him how I want this set And I
4: literally I mean Yeah hey, that, You gotta help from way over there I, I gotta admit That is frustrating man Like when When you have When you have a good engineer Especially somebody That you have good rapport with And you can work mm-hmm. with each other And he'll coach you He'll yeah. coach you in the booth Yeah Oh yo Do that again Or you know that what ain't right Don't lay your ad lips You know what Get angry this time And say it yeah, again Yeah yeah That type All of that shit, stuff Make, make man
5: <laughs> It, Priceless. It, it keeps you working. It really keeps you working because that artist feels like you care enough about my project to make sure I'm right. I work with uh, Crystal Nicole, who was a really prominent songwriter. Did a bunch of she did um, only girl in the world and a bunch of big Mariah Carey uh, stuff. Uh, was,
4: was it? A, was it?
0: Chili. Was she it? Wrote, was she it? A, she, the the TLC record? she did a lot of Mariah Carey stuff too. Right. Like yeah. She, yeah. she's some
4: huge records. Yeah, big joints. Right. So. I almost wanted to say Janet Jackson
0: yeah. She did Janet Jackson she did record Janet too Jackson. Yeah. yeah I actually had to record her one time She's so dynamic It's hard to keep her in that compressor in, in line
5: Yeah <laughs> You gotta know those voices too
0: Not that she's not a very talented artist but she's just very dynamic Yeah Yeah
5: uh, And you gotta you gotta be able to catch that and know that and
0: Cause you're gonna miss some uh, something awesome if you're not Quick with
5: it. Oh, man. She, matter of fact, being quick, the first time I worked with her, I found out from her later on that it was the first time she had started working. Didn't know that. So I'm working with Dent. So I'm like, I'm in Dent studio. He, I mean, this is, I used to call him Survivor Dent because I'm like, I never <laughs> met nobody like that. Damn, Survivor Dent, what's up? Um, but he was one part of the bad boy hitmen in the whole nine. So it was, it was a real good blessing to be able to work in that environment. But the first time I got to work with her, she came in. I'm like, um, I had the, uh, the talk back mic turned up. And I was like, um, is, is the mic set at the correct height for you? Is it cool enough in there? Is everything okay? She's like, no, everything's fine. You know, we can go ahead and get started. I'm like, okay, um, just let me know if I'm going too slow or too fast. You Just let me know what you need. I'm like, I don't know who this chick is, but evidently the Dent called her. She got to be somebody. So years and years and years later, she done did all these big records. We started working with each other again. We're reminiscing about those sessions back with Dent back in the day. This had to be like two thousand three, four, somewhere around there. And mm-hmm. She was like, "Yo, I never told you, but that was one of my first sessions working with Dent too." I was like, "Where?" She was like, "Yo, I was nervous as shit." I was like, "How are you nervous?" I was like, "I was, I was the one that should be nervous because you're Chris you know what I'm saying? You are just big songwriter." She's like, yo, I'm thinking. Well, this is dent, so whoever this engineer is must be really fucking dope. So <laughs> let me make sure I'm getting my vocals right. Like she's in the mic, like, um, am I singing too loud? Do I sing softer? Do I need to do that again? Is everything all right? See, I both like, tiptoeing. Right, we both each other. tiptoeing in the room, not even knowing. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's how this stuff can come full circle. I did the si- same situation with K. Michelle, where we came Michelle a long, long time ago and ran back into her. On that most recent album, um, we worked on a song with her and Blush and Little Ronnie called "Cry." Yeah, really dope song. And she walked in. She was like, "Yo, remember that song from Dent Studio?" Like, man, that's a really good feeling too. Is to to work with somebody and you don't see them for a long time and you come back around and see them again and it's still working. It's still being positive. It's it's still working. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they're not like. And no shade to anybody who gets out and does something else, but it's like, you know, you see somebody's drive from back in the day and their hustle, then years later, they're still doing it. They're still making it Still like the Rock City story. Yeah. You've seen them grinding and sleeping in the studio and working all night, all morning to, it's working. Yeah. Like, now that I see you again, I'm glad to see you working. Like, that's why I love to say to people, like, I'm glad to see you working, man. Like, haven't seen you in a while, and you're still, you know. I see a lot of assistant engineers in a lot of big studios We come back and, you know, you work with a lot of people on the side. So I think it's cool to have that happen to where, you know, and it kind of to me tells you that you're in the right, you're going somewhere. Right. Like, you know, the 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 degree of success is kind of getting closer to you. So you go from seeing it on TV to standing next to Jazzy Fay in the studio to recording on a song or pressing record for somebody or uh, recording a song with Rock City that Brianna ends up cutting later. And then, to now I'm recording Omarion, to now I'm mixing for Bobby Valentine. Like, you know what I'm saying? It gets closer and closer and closer. So people are yeah. like, well, since you and Jay Holiday are in the group, when you're going to put an album out? I'm like, ah. Uh, <laughs> things uh,
0: have changed. Things have, <laughs> things have changed yeah, a little.
5: The, the, the journey has taken a few lefts and a few rights. You know what I'm saying? And the funny thing is, I'm singing on an album. A lot of people don't know it. I'm singing on... um. The Hustle & Flow album, actually, in the soundtrack with 8-Ball and MJG, it's me and Jay Holiday singing backgrounds on this song called what? Tell Me Why. That was the first song I ever had
4: voice on. It was really cool. Yo, so, I've, I, I had no idea, man. I'm going to go
5: back enjoy <laughs> If you remember in that movie, there's a scene where they're setting up the studio and they're um, hammering up all the little egg cartons on the wall. Right. The yeah. song that's playing right then is 8-Ball and MJG. It's me and Jay Holiday. Um, Pooh Bear wrote it, matter of fact, way back in the day, and we ended up yeah, that wow. was the first one. So to sit in a screening of that movie and see that scene come up, and I'm elbowing Dent like, yo, what's going on with you on the TV? It's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's. I was singing on that one, and I'm singing on a Japan album that Rock City put out. I'm singing backgrounds on that, which is pretty cool. So the singing thing still is, it helps, you know, because you still use it every day as an engineer. So I don't plan on... But not an album. I don't. I'm more like this to put out, year. Yeah, not yeah, not this year. You know what I'm saying. I'm a, um. Shout out to the 2018 album coming out. You know, <laughs> just go ahead and plug that now. But nah. Um, if there's a group that's out there that needs another member, you know what I'm saying. When RB comes back, <laughs> if you know, next decides to add a fourth member, come holla at me. You know that type of thing. But nah. Um, I've actually been in talks with Jay Holiday about. Putting some things together, so we'll see how that works. But,
4: yeah, he's still working. He still do yeah. a lot of shows, he's and doing at, some then shows. he just dropped some recently too. Um, I need I'd, to get him in here. I that, need can reach yeah. out, get we him can, in we, here. You can
5: reach out to him as well. I know he does a lot of stuff overseas. Like his, he's always overseas. So it's good to see him working. Coming out of TC Williams High School in Alexandria, Virginia. <laughs>
0: Shout out to T.C. Williams. Right, yeah. so what I, up, I, I, I heard you mention it a couple of times. So um, when R&B comes back. <sighs> All right, so how, how, do you, how are you approaching records now? Are rap records and R&B records, do you feel like you approach them the same way these days? Is it the same type um, of records?
5: Nah, when it comes down to mixing, I, I've noticed that rappers, a lot of, it's weird, like rappers like to hear their vocals way out front. But R&B cats like to hear the beat. Way out front And how the vocals Kind of sit in it So it's little stuff Like that But yeah All of the rappers Are using auto-tune I mean whether or not They're And it's weird Because I've had mixes To do where guys Are like yeah Put auto-tune on it But I'm like Bro you're not not Singing (laughs) You're not There's nothing melodic About your verse They're like nah But I just want That auto-tune sound Or like that's That's the vibe right now So you know Just throw that auto-tune on it And then Yeah Just throw it on there And then Oh Remember you said Something about musicians being key, uh, uh, a key ingredient for a great engineer. Right. Knowing auto-tune and the singing age and the auto-tune age, if you're not a musician, as an engineer, you will lose a job, real fast. You got to know the keys. You oh, gotta wow. Know, it's not even, well, you got to know your keys, but you got to know music. You got to right. know that this is this auto-tune ain't in the right key. Something's off. Right. And I've had people that just sit through the whole session. And I'm like, you went through the whole, the key is in A flat, but y'all are in like C minor somewhere. And wondering why. Which is a so, great
0: key. See, mine is a great key for, 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 for hits. But that, I mean, ain't, that ain't what we're in right now.
4: <laughs> so, so the, yeah, have you ever had to, like, stop a session be like, hey, man, I just want you to know, like, this is whack. What we're, <laughs> what we're doing is hurting our careers. Let's start over. Well, there's two sides. there's two sides to the
5: engineering coin, man. It's for sessions and for hires. So when you're doing that nine-to-five work as an assistant engineer— this song sounds amazing. You guys are great, <laughs> it's, but it's seven forty-five, and we got to start breaking down at seven fifty to get the next guys in here. So, but you know, hope you guys you know come back next week and you know visit us here at Patchworks or wherever you're at. You know what I'm saying? But right. if I'm Kevin's engineer, Kev, this ain't it, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, you tripping, Timothy from Rock City. He's a big advocate on his lyrics and his delivery and his timing. And if the room is like, yo, bro, that's not it. If he feels passionate enough, he's gonna fight you tooth and nail. Like, nah, that's it. I'm not laying it again. That's the vibe. By the end of the song, we'd be like, you was right. But you gotta have that relationship. We'd be like, yo, Timo, that ain't it. Yeah. he'll be like, yo, that's not it. All right, hold on, give me two minutes. Come back in, smash. Yo, that's it. But you've been
4: you've been riding with him. You you got that? But yeah, y'all, y'all whole like that whole crew is honest. Yes. Very, very honest and family very. with each other, like because their family
5: is the reason why they're honest. These are the type of people you can. There's no question. If I shake your hand and know you can get that close to you, you can come in my house and walk in my refrigerator, no problem. Like it's that kind of family. Like if yeah. we're fa- we're either family or not with them. <laughs> right? You're yeah. either in or you're out, and we just gonna wear a smile and hey, how you doing? You gonna we gonna make you feel comfortable. But when you're family, you're family, and you can be like, yo, I don't think you should bring that hook back. Just don't think it needs it. I'm just the engineer. They're like, oh, yeah, well, that kind of makes sense. Right.
0: you got to have that vibe. But you're not just the engineer, though. It's going back to the trust and the Yeah, Yeah, you're a part. You're part of that
5: machine, man. The respect, man. That's one
0: thing I've always tried
5: to be. It's worked sometimes. It's not worked other times. But you want to put yourself in a position to where you're needed, to where when they pull prints out, something don't feel right. If you can have that effect in a room, Mm -hmm. you'll always keep working. Because people are want, well, they want that. They, well, let's see what Pete thinks. Let's see what you know. It just feels different because then you got another guy in the chair that's not a part of that family. That's just there. So now he kind of just sticks out. Now we kind of got to talk around this guy. We can't talk <laughs> as freely as we used to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and with Rock City, they talk in their accent when they're comfortable in that home right. amongst their family. The engineer has, no, he can't translate even though it's English. <laughs>
1: Do you know what I'm <laughs> <laughs>
5: he can't translate because he hasn't been around it. It's weird. I've been in sessions with them and found myself talking in the VI accent just because I'm the only Yankee in the room. Right. <laughs> and I feel funny speaking the way I'm speaking. So, yeah, you, like, you, it goes back to trust to be able to tell somebody that ain't it. That ain't it. With Crystal, with her, she's so dope sometimes. It's like, She'll do a run or something, and it's like it might be off, but it's on. But you wouldn't know that unless you're a musician, right? So, so the timing could be off, and a button person would be like, No, nah, that's not it. Your timing was you came in after the one, or something like that. But if you feel music, you know that nah, it was right, right? Take, even stuff where you might have to put the auto tune on stuff. I've taken it off certain lines just because it just auto tune can't keep up right. with it, yeah. Auto right. can't keep up sometimes. <laughs> <laughs>
6: I do this shit hungover to get the rest of the game a handicap. <laughs> Let's go. Um. Several synapses like several swords wipes in your neck with a blade made with a Tory Hansen engraved as the blacksmith. damn it! I call that you losing your mind. Well, you got your skateboard snaps, you're losing your grind. Like cocaine mixed with yellow jackets, bitch, you be lying in the studio front, but you a deceptive con transformer. I'm invested in everything that's suggested. in content is worth more than the price of your necklace. Accept it, wrestlers like hummingbirds on amphetamines.
2: Sound like whoever they been around. The gossip rapper, The he say what he say tight. At the laugh, they wait on the mic. Yeah, I know this ain't no school, but don't believe that hype. The only time I ever ride skitties when it beat tight
6: Cuffing thoughts though, raised from the state when the star close to home. Rather feel it in my soul than feel it in my cold bones. I'ma crush you. Bound to go on tour with the fam. I'm a good dude. Getting small without the grams. What hot and mellow, rock like no fellow. Sick of fakers got no mind for the same oh Rather cap a cat like a Kango With the tassel in the gown. What you thought I was saying? Oh. pull up on the curve like a milk Must have missed you. Making moves like Bobby Fish. Check 'em. Cause it's the venom To kill him, hook line and reel 'em. How you feeling when you out and I'm just chilling by the million. Down my drive, hundred k on the pavement. Let them sign whoever. Y'all ain't famous. I'm cold-blooded, Shaq rocket and you love it long. King of the beast, past the must of the coupon. Ricky Bobby on the Daytona the game's over. Don't confuse my chill. For throwing the cold shoulder I'm part of the team is too ill to side with you Cause whenever you winning the war Everybody wanna side with you What for?
0: You were just listening to the Illit Records Cypher Featured on that track are Speak Easy, Kimbrough, Young Observe And Chris Pritham Find those guys over at that's illit.com That's I-L-L-I-T dot com
4: you know what? I just thought about something, man Is there, like from all the work that you've done, can you tell, like, if, a, if you had a, a, an assistant engineer or someone that you're working with, can you tell the difference between someone that is self-taught and someone that, like, went to SAE or something like that?
5: Um, sometimes you can tell by looking at their sessions. Um, there's um, certain ways that certain engineers set up sessions, and when you come behind them you see the screen, it's like, okay, I can tell you went to full sale. Or I can tell you went to somebody's school. Right. Somebody told you that this is kind of how it's supposed to be. And then there's other times where you can tell that this engineer had no kind of training whatsoever. And not in the positive sense. Like, <laughs> I'm talking about you've got 48 tracks with 87 plugins on each track. It's like, I don't even know how you fit 9 plugins on one track, but you <laughs> figured it out. <laughs> because they got these super fast computers and they think that that's how it's supposed to go. And I'm like, yo... And then you spend the first hour of your mix cleaning up what they thought was the right way to do stuff.
0: I man, I got one more insert, man. What should we put? What plugins should we put on this insert? Right. <laughs> then I got nine plugins on the master. I got nine. yeah, it's
5: it's interesting. It's very interesting. But yeah, you can tell. You can definitely tell. I've had people say that my sessions look really clean. That's because I think I'm a little OCD and I like blocks and symmetry. I'm the and same can, way. Yeah, <laughs> it's got to look clean. Clean up your room, kind of thing. Right. <laughs> so, but yeah, you can definitely tell. Um... And um it's not really people who learn by ear and people who've trained. It's really just people who get it and don't almost. Because there have been some producers that have come in the room and everything is distorted. And they're like, yo, I went to full sale, you know, I graduated and worked with this person. Listen to my beats. So we'll listen to the beats. It's like, okay, man, well, all this stuff sounds kinda of distorted. You is, is the computer messed up or something? We're trying to figure out what's wrong. Hey, Prince, is it the line somewhere? We got a short. <laughs> nah, bro, I think it's the track. So we playing, I'm not good. I don't I remember what the producer was, but I don't remember the guy who was playing the tracks. So he's like, So um what's your background? He's like, Yeah, I went to full sale the whole night. He's like, So you went to full sale and you're playing me distorted tracks? He was like, Yeah, man, he I can't figure out in logic how not to make stuff distorted. <laughs> wow! And I'm like, but you sat here and told me that you went through three, four years, and that's a lot of money. Spent money
4: and can't figure
5: out where can't that figure button out is.
0: Distortion, like <laughs> if me, nothing else, turn something down. If nothing <laughs> else.
5: Something down, <laughs> if not everything. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, and I had, I was blessed in the way that I came into it because when I was like eight, nine, ten. My parents were in a gospel group, traveled up and down the East Coast, and he was my dad was a sound, the live sound guy, pretty much. Oh wow! He sung in the group, but he was the guy who had the mics and the PA equipment. He was the uh, Martin Lawrence from House Party. He had all the equipment. Wow! (laughs) Wow! Um, So, I had the first chance of you know setting up mics, running cables, go plug this up in that mic. Well, okay, plug it up back there in the board for mic signal flow. Signal flow. Didn't know. Had no idea. Right. So years later, I'm realizing like, yo, all of that stuff is coming back now. And it was, that was the reason why it was so easy for me to go into engineering and get recording and understand it because it was all signal flow. Anytime I got um, frustrated, I went back to that. I went back to listen. It's just a, a cable, a mic, and a mixer. Right. One end to the other. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you go back to that. I couldn't, um, coming up, I couldn't understand busing. The whole concept of busing in Pro Tools, I, it was German. So I would take everybody's buses off of their sessions and then run it like those other guys would do with ninety-seven plugins on each track. But I just had it on the auxiliary track. Right. I didn't have it on every track. I had it on the auxiliary. <laughs> so I'm, you know, thinking I'm have, a little step up. But that whole bus situation, I was like, that's German. And then walking into Patchworks and Doppler and seeing the SSL with this Big huge ass patch bay, mm-hmm. all of these cables, I'm like, yo, I hope they got an assistant engineer. <laughs> <laughs> he gotta do his job. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to press record on that box over there. I don't know. Nothing about all yo. this stuff over here. But yeah, you it's it's it can get hectic. But remembering signal flow, remembering the the roots kind of that I didn't right. even know I had. Had no idea that push you know, pushing around remember those um I might be showing my age, maybe, but those metal base mic stands, yeah, mm-hmm. and they screwed on. Right, they still got them. They built. still have those the real hands. heavy ones. Yeah, lugging those around. The 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 PA mixing boards that had wooden handles on them. Right, oh. old school. Yeah, the PVT and T all
4: that. Yeah, stuff. <laughs> oh, your dad had you growing muscles. Yeah, <laughs> didn't
5: even know, man. And it's cool because he's doing. Um, he's got a quartet group now out in D.C. The Gospel Angels, which is pretty cool. They're on. Call me. was like we're on. Um, not iTunes. What's the other one? Not Spotify, not Pandora, but what else is out? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm talking about Google Play? Rhapsody? I get my, Rhapsody. I okay. okay. Got on Rhapsody. He was excited about that. He man, said- Man, we named them all, really. yeah. Right. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, title. Pandora's supposed to call me that. <laughs> but, you know, it's pretty cool. You know, you I, I had an interesting way into this thing, looking back over it now, like, you pick stuff up and I wanted to go to school because that's what they tell you. Go to school to learn what you want to do so you can go out here and make money doing it. Right. So I'm like, well, since I'm engineering, I should probably go to school. I know I'm okay enough to, you know, get by and please the people that I'm working with, but I really want to do this because it seems, you know, this was right around the time when uh engineers were getting Grammys now. Right. So I was like, yo, I can probably, you know, push this thing through. The produ- production thing was cool. Started making beats. I do make beats. Um, But all of my beats ended up sounding like movie scores for some reason. <laughs> and people were saying, songwriters were telling me, yo, you haven't lit, left any room in the beat for me to write to. Right. It's all music everywhere. But I come from like Juilliard and classical music, so I'm used to filling songs up with everything. So stop making beats. Just make beats for fun. If you want one, you want to buy it, sure. We can work that out. But... Um, I'm an engineer first. Right. So seeing how that was moving and the engineers being able to get Grammys now, I was like, I think I'm gonna do this, man. So I should probably go to school. So I was working with little Ronnie at the time and he was like, um, all right, man, well tell us, you know, what school you wanna go to, we'll pay for it. It's no, not a problem. You know, we, we're all about education, you wanna further yourself. That's that's dope. Then I'm picking out the school, showing the price, the price wasn't a problem or nothing like that. And we sat back and thought about it. He was like, "Bruh, but you're already doing everything I want you to do, plus some more. You you know, you straight. So you've been doing this about five years now. That's about four years in the field. You you're pretty much done in their eyes. So I was like, I guess that's cool. <laughs> but I think it was more like I just wanted that that certification. I kind of wanted to know for me." That I am Pro tool certified, as you know, maybe just a personal goal, just because I got into this, so I feel like I need to have it or something, thing, something like that. But it's 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 weird because it's just like be playing bass coming down here. It's like I wanted to go to school to play bass to get a job, right? Playing bass in a studio somewhere, join the group, ended up coming down here playing bass in a studio somewhere. So it was like I was gonna pay hundred thousand dollars for a piece of paper to say I could play real good. But you can already play real good. I can already play real good. And they're paying me for it.
0: So, so how does that change you then? What do you so now if someone is to come to ask you, mm-hmm. hey, should I go to full sale to be an engineer? Your answer would be Are you a musician? That's okay. the first thing I'm gonna <laughs> ask. Is,
5: do you play an instrument? Do right. you sing? Do you know? Can you can you tap on a table real good? Um if you have links in I would say go to full sale to learn the ins and outs of Pro Tools my one of one of the things that I think kept me from rising as fast as I wanted to was the fact that I knew how to work around problems but didn't know how to fix the problem there's and that still goes back to signal flow but a lot of that technical stuff is what you learn in school I know how to put duct tape on it hey look channel one just went out I don't know why we're going to switch to channel two keep the party moving when I leave hey um I don't know what's going on, but y'all channel one ain't working. But I holler at you. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't know how to fix the problem. Um, I was gonna be the head engineer at a really big studio downtown, but because I couldn't fix problems, I knew how to go around them. Made sense to hire somebody to know how to fix, the right. You know, equipment. Yeah. So for that reason, yes, go full, go to full sale. Um, I would say do some research and probably not leave full sale as your only
0: school. Oh, on we that. definitely don't only advocate full sale. Here. Okay, cool, yeah, cool. Yeah. I didn't wanna that, just, that name all. came up a couple of times so I repeated it. But Yeah, I don't, well, it's the
5: first one I always think of. And it was weird because I'm gonna say I was blessed and favor ain't fair. I'ma start with that. <laughs> but I was getting a lot of jobs over full sale people coming out. Like They were just like, I don't know what's up with the full sale cats, but it was the vibe thing again. It was the vibe. vibe. You can't teach them that this, this don't, the pocket ain't right. How can I teach you what pocket is unless you just know pocket? No way to teach that. Working with music, Soul Child. Um, and that whole East Coast singing behind the beat and singing in the pocket and all of that, yeah. Like, yo, being an engineer and being a button pusher, it that drive you crazy. <laughs> it
4: drive you crazy. <laughs> I forgot about that man because he came and, the arts and did. Yeah, he I came and that. did. He was in there for like a day, mm-hmm. like a long time, yep. laying vocals, laying vocals.
5: He's an engineer too. A lot of people don't know. know that he's an engineer. Too. And <laughs> he's one of those artists that I love him to death. Put that out there too, but. <laughs> was difficult to work with because he's an engineer. right? So he already knows how he wants it before he's even telling you what he wants. So it always comes out like, you're doing it wrong, you're doing it wrong move, 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 you're doing it wrong. (laughs) But he's not really feeling like that but he already knows in his head, I need to fly this and move this and this. So that sometimes can be difficult but then you need to know when that man comes out the booth and he's standing over your shoulder saying move this, move this
2: hey bro, you want to go ahead and
5: Right. Go ahead back out of this chair and let you have it for a little Just while. Just move the keyboard head, to the, to the yeah, booth. Yeah, I'm going to slide the keyboard over to you. <laughs> go ahead and take care of the little part you need to take care of. I'm going to grab a Coke out the vending machine. We'll be right back and go ahead and record verse two.
4: He knows what he knows what he's doing. There's a yeah. lot of artists that come out of that booth. And like like you were saying yeah. earlier, when, when the, the hook needs to be mm-hmm. fly from this part to that part, mm-hmm. they can't. Mm-mm, they have no idea. mm they were like, they'll tell you what they
5: need, but my they don't know how to good do it. For
4: telling you that they need, uh, put put an echo on it, or put some yeah, effects on hear? my voice. Something ain't right. What
5: effects? That's that's something that's really frustrating from the <laughs> engineer is hearing something ain't right, and you can't tell me no more than something ain't right.
0: That, or, or to tell you the wrong thing, just oh. because they heard somebody else say presence and warmth, right? You're like those aren't
5: the same. You know what? There's something's wrong with this this record. It's, it needs more presence. Yeah, sonically, it needs more presence. I'm like, bro, do you have no idea what this... <coughs> oh, you mean, you mean you want me to turn the kicks up? That's what I <laughs> yeah, that mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
5: <laughs> or, you know, some guys, it's, it's feeling. I play a song. They're like, man, something don't sound right. Oh. I'm like, okay. I know in my head it sounds right. It's late. I know what I got to do. Move my hands around a little bit. Click a few windows here. Flip, flop, flip, flop. Now, play the beat again. The exact same beat. Exact same beat. Just turn it up a little bit more. Play it from the top that's it, that's the one, that's the P, you my dude, P, I told you, <laughs> P, you the man, like, bro, you know, I just turned it up, but you knew what I needed,
0: though, right, you knew
5: what I'm like, look, man, L- let me
0: ask you a question, so, okay, you have a, a record that you finished mixing, it's done, I mean, you've put the time into it, it wasn't a 20 minute mix, there was, right. no, it was no, a real mix. One of them boys. Mm-hmm. and the person comes back and tells you, hey, I like my, my snares and my claps to be louder, like, I, right in your face, but you know that that's gonna kill the record, that's something i
5: just recently got over and it was a personal battle to be honest with you um to hear something being a musician right and studying the different types of music i've studied you get a palette of kind of how stuff should sonically be right working with a lot of the people that cut the checks you kind of get an idea of what they like right so when you get to a mix And the guy keeps telling you, I can't hear my snares, but your ears are already bleeding. Right. Because you know the snares are where they should be. You have to cut that feeling off. You have to realize that you're not paying for this session. This man wants these snares to break windows, to sound ridiculously loud, and to come out of only the left side. (laughs) (laughs) So you know what you do? You're going to get a check at the end of the night, regardless if they sound right or not. The song might not even come out. It might come out. It's going to have your name on it. But he's going to cut that check either way.
0: Right. Move the
5: snares, put you some earplugs in, bounce it down, get that check and keep it moving. Because if you don't, you're going to literally go home upset. I used to go home angry and upset like, that mix ain't right, man. It ain't right. But he loves it. Get that check. Get out the way. Go to the next session. Leave them feelings on your own mix Stop trying to You know Keep If they I mean they got Like it goes back To the trust thing They kind of But if they don't Trust your ear And you're just An engineer Man move them snares up mm-hmm. Get up out of there You sitting here Fighting with him Back and forth is adding hours And hours And you wonder Why you in the studio 13, 14 hours Like bro Just set it to how he wanted Get the check Keep moving Once you've established That relationship Like hey Remember that record Mind if we tuck. Talk- Snares down a little bit <laughs> Yeah man You know Now that I think about it You know You was right Now you know That happens too But yeah You gotta You gotta bite your tongue And become that fly on the wall And be like Okay he likes it like this It sounds crazy shit to me You put an auto tune On something That don't need auto tune Can you put some auto tune On my snare I want- <laughs> Right I'm, Really Matter of fact Can oh, you put auto <laughs> Oh this is what Used to kill me When the auto tune thing Was was still popping. It's not going to though But There's a right and wrong way and it's almost like there's a reason why you hate it because people abused it. Yes. There's a reason why people don't like marijuana because people in the past have abused it. Right.
0: Okay. That's yep. the
5: only reason why you feel some kind of way about it now. It's because back in the sixties they told you all these lies and got you feeling a certain way, So now the trickle down process. Right. Now we all hate it. <laughs> but there's a reason. Auto tune was post autotune was post production. Software. Right. The song is done. The artist is gone. It's at mix. It's about to be mixed. And this note at the end of the hook is flying a little sharp. So we're going to throw a little auto tune on it, pull it down a little bit, keep it on moving. Now, I have to record through auto tune or it's not going to sound right. So, which means record now I. Record through auto tune? Yeah, yes. Yes. Yeah. Brother, it's I've gotten seen to it that several point times too. Now, sometimes it's feel. I want to feel how it's going to sound when it's done now. Instead of just recording, put it on it later. But yeah, people want, I've had people tell me to put auto tune on entire hooks with like five part harmony. And like, Whether or not it's fixable later. I'm like, you realize that <laughs> auto tune can only correct one note at a time, ladies and gentlemen out there in radio world. One note. <laughs> One voice, not a choir of people. Auto-tune ain't going to fix a choir. Right. Well, the choir's kind of flat on the end. Can you just put some
4: auto-tune on it? Why is the choir no. flat? Right. <laughs> don't you fix the choir and Man. not
5: the- What do you call it? Shit in, shit out? Yeah. Man, that's- I've I've really um, tried to keep that going. I've really tried to keep that going. If it doesn't sound right going in, stop. I had to stop Crystal a, a few times. Crystal, a few times, just like, look, that wasn't it. And you get nervous sometimes working with certain people of certain caliber because they are who they are because of what they've done. Right. So who are you to tell me that this part is flat? Well, I thought we was homies now, right? Like we (laughs) been working for about a year and a half now. We you should understand, you should feel that vibe. Like sometimes that note's off, but don't, hey man, don't, don't please don't tell her that note is off. she's she's feeling it, it's moving. Let's go. Just keep it moving. Right. Other times it's like, no, we gotta stop and fix that note because I know. That you want to send this out to somebody who really wants to hear it at its best. Let's fix it now. I'm not going to let shit just slide. You can't. And it's like, I've heard mixes come back from people like, yo, they just let that go? <laughs> <clears throat> like, there's some early T-Pain stuff. Right. That I was like, you, there's some notes in that. It ain't, ain't all the way there. It's like... It's so many records now. Uh, because they don't know that they have to add certain notes in the auto-tune because especially with R&B, and you get real singers, they like to sing in and out of these keys and do all this camera. Armonic Man, if you don't know how to add those notes, that's when you get that phone call from L.A. Like, yo, Prince, can you tell them something I ain't right about this auto tune? My notes ain't right. <laughs> Some people will get on the mic, hey, add this note, and they'll keep singing that wrong note until you find it and add it in there.
0: But I, I, I worked with uh, Q Parker from 112. Oh,
5: amazing singer. Um,
0: and um, I remember him having to get the engineer to... Mm. Automate auto-tune because mm. because he's not gonna it's not always gonna be the right. You know, the key is not always gonna be the right thing. So that's 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 automating auto tune, yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> or having it cutting the cutting his actual take on different tracks and putting different auto-tune on each one. So yeah. Oh yeah. Especially with a um
5: uh Javon, Duval Tracks is his his production name. He was really dope at putting a bunch of changes. And um, chord changes in its progressions, but which would cause the singer to have to sing in and out of those keys. Right. Which makes the engineer have to really know music to understand you can't stay in the same key for the whole song sometimes. And you just assume you can. So you just fly this auto tune all down, put it on all 97 of your tracks, <laughs> and you realize that there's this note that's just not right. It's because you can't just. Throw an auto-tune on there, it's just gonna fix it. Right. You gotta know how to operate auto-tune. It's not just um there's that one auto-tune, auto tune EFX. Effects, yeah. That one I think you kind of but even then you can add and take you out notes, right? Yeah. Let's see, you got you can't just throw stuff on there. They'll just throw it on there in chromatic C and just leave it.
0: Oh boy. No What's matter. the point?
5: Right. It doesn't sound any different <laughs> because it's not in any key. So <laughs> it's just on there. Hey, I put auto-tune on it. it sounds great. But yeah, you the auto tune. It's not going anywhere. Yeah, I know people hate it. Yeah, but not. even when you're like, oh yeah, you heard that Mar- Mary J. album? See, she don't use auto tune. Yeah, she does. Yeah, well,
0: see, and, and you know, and Yo, I, was, cool. I was just okay. going
4: to say because a lot of times auto tune is used. Yes. It's just that it doesn't have to sound like it doesn't have to sound like T Pain or something. You know what I mean? Exactly. It, it actually just takes your voice, your and actual it's voice, pitch correction, right just correcting
0: pictures well, you know there was a, there was a school of of thought you know when i first started engineering that your job was to be invisible yeah as an engineer like, you don't want people to know you're engineering something. You don't want people to know you're compressing a vocal. You don't want people to know you're affecting a, a, right, a right. sound with EQ. It needs to be so natural mm. that when they hear it, they just think, oh, that's perfect. They don't realize it, there was auto-tune and there was comp- a compressor. It needs to be so invisible that it just makes it perfect, but not affected to where you know it. And now that's Man. kind of thrown off. What do you think about that? <sighs> ah, that,
5: That's my approach. It should sound as natural as possible. Um, I always feel you should take away from what is original before you add. So I would pull out low end before adding low end. You know what I'm saying? As Mm -hmm. my first move. So that goes along with trying to keep it as natural as possible. But, yeah, yeah. Can people do record through AutoTune?
0: And, <laughs> and that
5: says it all, right yeah, there. It's the, so it's you kind of got to know who you're working with. I've had people, I've had R and B singers who can actually sing, but like their AutoTune way up. And it's like, why? With songwriters, it's different. Songwriters, they're trying to put out a product. They're not trying to sell a song to the masses per se. They're trying to sell a song to A and R's and other artists. Right. So I don't need to necessarily work as hard. So then they'll turn the auto-tune up when they can already kind of sing. It saves their voice. They don't have to necessarily push as hard to bend certain notes and stuff like that. They can kind of ride auto-tune and let it almost work for them. So in that side of it, it's helpful. It gets gets sessions through, but auto-tune can kill you at the same time because you can mess around and print something and leave a note off (laughs) <laughs> and it's a yeah. it's record <laughs> It's in there And that's nothing And you Or like you said You can print And you record through auto-tune And you can't change it anymore That line was so dope If we could only pull the auto-tune
4: off a little bit <laughs> Nope Man But you know I feel like the the engineer is Especially at this stage of the game Because technology has done so much But the engineer Man is the like single most important person in that the process. process. In a
5: recording studio, the engineer is the single most overlooked person as far as um, appreciating the value, I would say. Mm-hmm. We appreciate the runner who grabs the snacks at 3 in the morning. We love him. We appreciate the songwriter for coming up with this amazing hook. We appreciate the beat maker for making this crazy beat. But... If this engineer don't fly this hook fast enough, he's out of here. <laughs> I don't care who's in the chair. And you you don't realize, like, you know, that's your homie, right? Like, y'all grew up together. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> nigga better do? fly them vocals. Yo, if you don't fly the hook fast enough, you out of here. He's out. <laughs>
0: you know, I kind of look at the engineers Being the translator So like yeah. You know at the United Nations They have all the countries Standing around They're trying to fix A, a, a major problem mm-hmm. And they need somebody From every country To, to be part of it yeah, yeah, Without the translators To make sure they're all Speaking the same language Then the goal doesn't get Doesn't get accomplished The listener Doesn't have any idea What goes into the entire process The engineer pulls all that together Gets the balance of it. Man. And that way, you know, they have something they can ask that's palatable.
4: Yeah, uh, they put together the actual product because there's so many, like anybody can record anywhere with almost anything now. Yes, sir, you and can. And so if you don't have someone that knows how to manipulate that tool in order to deliver a quality product. Yeah. Then your song
0: sucks.
5: You don't, and you don't realize it. You think it's a songwriter. You keep blaming the artist. You keep blaming the producer, but you don't realize that the engineer was the one who recorded all the vocals distorted in the first place. Right. <laughs> He's the one who recorded the auto tune and, and accidentally nudged the vocals back so now everything sounds late. Now the AR don't like the song no more, but he was in love with it in the studio while we was cutting it. Right. All because that engineer. You didn't. Double check with your engineer, or you weren't, or you didn't have that trust, or you didn't have the relationship, or he wasn't the right guy, or he was tired that night, or whatever it was. Right. That messed up the song, but that engineer also never gets blamed for that kind of stuff too. It's the songwriter. You didn't push the artist hard enough to sing it right. Right. True. That's true. Or wow. you know, you didn't. You didn't. My um, something wrong with your beats. Yeah. It's something wrong with the beat. The beat ain't right. It don't feel right. For now. So now I gotta say. Kevin's beats is weak just because the engineer forgot to uh, bypass the plug-in on your kick <laughs> on accident. <Yo. laughs> and now you got the stigma of having weak beats. because <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. it can trickle down crazy. So, it can really be a problem sometimes.
0: So talk to us a little bit about Rock City and what you got going on now. With, what's in the with works for right now? Man, um, Rock City, that's
5: um, those are the homies, man. I've been working with them since like 05, off and on. They just dropped uh Locked Away with uh Adam Levine. That's bubbling real, real good right now. Um their album is I know it's coming out. I believe it's called What Dreams Are Made Of. And I
2: believe
5: it's 821 is the pre-order date on the okay. iTunes. I yeah, think. it's coming soon. 821, 822, something like that. They're, that's popping. Um been working with Miko the Great. He's got an artist named Ralph the Hustler. With a single call Wasting my time That's bubbling pretty well They just got a nice Little distribution situation I think That may or may not be cool But we don't know <laughs> um, I've been working with uh, These amazing songwriters Named uh, Galaxy um, They worked a lot on A girl group called XO Girls That I mentioned earlier They're mm-hmm. doing some cool stuff Um other than that, a lot of independent stuff. Um, Scarzos has got a song out called Promise that just released a video to MTV. That's pretty cool. Um, Kissinger. I got a lot of um, Caribbean contacts through Rock City, which was been really, really cool. I ended up working with, um, this may or may not be Buzzworthy, but I just remembered it. Um, I actually had the ability and opportunity to smoke a blunt. With Beanie Man Wow Because yeah. of Rock City and I know it's weird But it's another one Of the perks Of being an engineer Like there's cool stuff That happens sometimes <laughs> <laughs> And it's like In these two situations I can think of One was uh, Beanie Man We were standing outside Of the artist factory Matter of fact Word. He had just come through He was in town Knew them Came through Showed some love Years later Not even knowing He ended up on the remix Of their first single um, The title just it Just ran away from me Um I'm That yeah. The first single Oh yeah, yeah. yeah The remix Beanie Man is on yeah,
4: that one Yeah yeah, Cause
5: it's a Beanie Man sample Right Smoked the blood with Beanie Man That was really cool um, <laughs> In LA um, We were watching videos of With Rock City Watching videos of Andy Milanakis on YouTube Timothy says Hey I want some Welch's fruit snacks If you know Timothy He loves them he goes across the street to go get him. He gets downstairs at Paramount Studios to walk across the street. Andy Millanakis is walking down the sidewalk, <laughs> literally. So he's like, yo, we were just talking about you. Why don't you come up, hang out, see the fellas. He came up, shoot some shit, talk some shit. Hey, guys, well, I got to get up out of here. I just happen to have this joint full of Pineapple Express. Anybody smoke? <laughs> Rock City's like, nah, nobody here smokes but the engineer, my man Prince. I was like, Prince, you down?
2: I was like, ah,
5: sure, <laughs> you know. Go ahead, put that on my bucket You're list twisting my <laughs> You're twisting my arm You're twisting my arm That was pretty cool But um, They have a group called IBC Island Boy Cartel Which is Rock City See if I get everybody Benny Demas Who's There um, was
0: a DJ at, at yeah, one point Benny, DJ Yeah, DJ
5: Benny Demas um, Kissinger Out of Tola uh, Tortola Pryor You've also got Cardinal Official And Pressure from Jamaica, um, real cool bunch of guys, and I got the opportunity to work with all of them, just hang out with Rock City and all the people that come through with them. So, they have a mixtape that's out now called VI Over Everything, which is all of those guys on one mixtape. That's which dope, is really, 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 really dope. That whole, that, that whole out if you like, because what they like to do is they take all the popping beats that are out now and just flip them because it's dope songwriters. And, um, what's the Kanye song? Um Not All Day Yeah Mm -hmm. That song All Day That he put out Mm -hmm. They did one called Wrong Place And I had never heard All Day So when I had recorded this song Mixed the album The whole night And I heard All Day On the radio I was like Yo this sounds like The Rock City song It's like Nah
0: that's Kanye West I was like It don't sound right
5: (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Something is off Nah you gotta listen To the mixtape Like Their mixtapes are crazy That's
0: funny I actually have The exact same story Uh, Hijack the track was that one of Rock City's mixtapes from way back in the day? Uh, Something like that? They did a they did a, um the song that um Robin Thicke and Lil Wayne did. Shooter. Oh, they redid that. And mm-hmm. it was dope. I had never heard them, Robin <laughs> Yeah, Thicke. So when I heard that I'm like, man, this version
5: is yo, whack. <laughs> right. It's it happens like that, man. Those dudes are amazing, man. But yeah, that's um they they held me down from day one. They were one of the first groups of people that that said, like, yo, we we might not be able to you know, pay you all the time, but if you rock with us, if you, you know, we're on the grind, we just trying to do what we can. I'm like, then I was like, I'm not going back to Virginia. I right. think y'all are really dope. They had a single out called Bang It. And the first version I heard had Buster Rhymes on it. I'm like, yo, these dudes work with Buster Rhymes. Right. Of course I'm going to say, yeah. I don't know how to get to Buster Rhymes. So we started working then. I was like, yo, anything y'all need, I got you. I just love what y'all do. I want to make a personal investment of my time. We can work the money situation out. As we go along, figure something out. I wouldn't recommend starting out making personal investments of your time to every client you come across. Because you might not be able to eat and get gas to get to these clients. That right. could be useful. But with certain people over my career, I feel like there's certain people like, like yo, don't worry about the money, man. We'll figure it out. I want to be a part of this. Like, right. I want to help. Like, let me take care. Let me take... Um, uh, a, a plate out of your sink that you ain't got to wash. Let me take care of something for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me take care of all of your music and make sure you get good beats and let me make sure all your beats are mixed right. I think you're dope, but your mixes are kind of weird. Let me, I want to be a part of this because I believe in you. So that's kind of how it was with them. I was like, I really think y'all are dope. Never heard nobody doing this stuff before. We just ran with it, and they've always looked out. Sometimes they could help. Sometimes they couldn't. They said, Hey, P, if you ever got another opportunity, go get that bread. I'm right. Like, that's real. Because usually people are like, yo, you're my engineer. I don't want you work with nobody else. That's it. They were like, they always showed love. So I've had the opportunity to work with everybody. I mean, Eve, Boys II Men, Gerald LeVert before he passed, Justin Bieber, um, uh, 112, Jagged Edge. Anybody I used to listen to when I was a kid, I had the opportunity to work with. Not And 80% of that came through one way or another, Rock City. Because they work so much and work Mm -hmm. with so many people, you end up in the room with a lot of people. If you're good at what you do, they remember you every time. They always remember you. So they'll go to another studio and be like, yo, remember that engineer that also played bass? He was real good with vocals too. He could vocal produce and stuff. We should probably bring him in on. Man, that trickle down works. If you can keep it going and try not to burn no bridges, man. I, if I can't stress that enough. Right. Because all of this music comes back full circle. Like, there's been yeah. trap producers that weren't working at one time that are working again now because the music just came back around. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Or you might run into Crystal Nicole on her first session working with K. Michelle. I think we worked with uh, Kiki Palmer back then when she did of the B. Right. And fast forward now... She was on one of the biggest albums out with the Lecrae. She did Give In on the Lecrae's album. Right. That went crazy. She's doing her own artist thing now. Then you got Rock City. We worked on an album called Put the Fucking Album Out Mixtape because the label wouldn't put the album out. They kept stalling, <laughs> kept pushing back the release date. Fast forward, now we got an actual release date. And you you know, know what I'm saying? saying? So try not to burn no bridges because this, this music thing keeps moving, man. And if you can keep smiling and keep being the good energy in the room, you can last a long time out here.
0: All right, Prince, so plug plug yourself, man. How can people get in touch with you? Uh people can reach me at
5: um the Prince of Engineers, I'll spell correctly. Um that's Instagram and Gmail.
0: So You know, you know what's sad, man? <laughs> I hear this so much too. When we have like intelligent, civilized, oh yeah, educated people that come in and, and you know, majority of people that come here are those type of people. They always have to say. Spelled correctly Oh yeah Yeah because
5: uh, There's so <laughs> many at, uh, The Prince of Engineers At the With the put uh, Two underscores <laughs> And a, a centic you For no reason And now uh, All spelled Phonetically correct Okay <laughs> um, The Prince of Engineers At gmail.com And the Prince of Engineers At um, Or Instagram Or however that works Facebook is for the family uh, So We don't need that one uh, Don't do Twitter I don't get that That's I don't I can't keep up with Twitter man I can't if you blink for twenty minutes, you miss something. Right. So Instagram, I can go back, see what happened last night, last week, I'm good. So yeah, that's how you can reach me and um
4: Oh yeah, man. give me a shout Yo, out. This is dope, man. <laughs> Prince, man, thank you for coming, homie. For real, for real. This is this is extra dope, man. Be having you on this side of the mic. This was fun. Yeah. This
5: was fun. I will say this, I wanna leave y'all with something. I wanna ask y'all what y'all think about something. I really think that this industry probably going to be generations from now, right? But remember when studios took up an entire building almost, right? right? Now we got studios in our apartment. We can get a working studio for about 500 bucks, right? In this room, we have a studio,
0: right? Right. In this very room,
5: we got a studio. It used to take up three rooms to do the same thing. Right. So I've been thinking about the music industry as a whole. I really think, and now this might be some fifth element futuristic kind of stuff. I really think it's going to come down to one person not one person for every for music everywhere but i think one person kevin davis is going to be kevin davis records kevin davis tr- distributing the artist the booking the engineer the producer the songwriter everything is going to be in one person i really feel like it's going to be you buy one album from that person's record label and you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it's almost like walmart like there's no more record labels it's just music like, I really think it's going to come down to one person being 100%. And we talked about that with producers and songwriters. Mm-hmm. You got 100% songwriters, and I can also make the beat. Little Ronnie's like that. He can do everything himself. Right. There's going to come a time where you make the beat. You write the song, record it. You mix it. You press it up on your own copies. You send it to Walmart yourself. Everything's by yourself. I think it's going to eventually get to that point. I hate to say it because I feel like I might be out of a job. <laughs> it's kind of like the um, self-serve Section in uh, Or not self-serve But the um, Self-checkout Self-checkout Taking yeah. jobs <laughs> I feel like that's gonna happen At some point Yeah I don't know what y'all Well
4: a lot of it is happening already right. I mean it is it is Inching in that direction I mean you can record on your phone You can make beats on your phone You can damn sure mix On your <laughs> laptop Yeah I know for a fact Oh yeah You can You can You can record in a bathroom
5: Yeah I'd record an entire Mansions on the Moon album In uh, Coat Closet
0: yeah, the entire album, <laughs> and then you can upload everything to TuneCore. Mm-hmm. You
5: don't even need to. You don't even nah, need TuneCore very because soon because now yeah. you can go straight to iTunes. Yeah, I can make it in here, make the whole idea, put it on Prince Records, and it's out tomorrow. I call Walmart myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's an I feel edible. like
4: it's gonna get. I I think the I, I think it's definitely possible, but what this, uh, especially at this point in in the game, what that super individual would would need is the knowledge to yeah. know how to actually do all that stuff to keep cut cuz yeah. everybody keeps cutting out the middleman
5: you keep cutting this person out well we're not going to go through a major we're going to be independent well, we're not gonna go to the label at all. We're just gonna go straight to iTunes. Well, we're not gonna even sell right. iTunes. We're gonna go straight to Pandora or whatever. I'm gonna just <laughs> walk
0: my song to these people in the right. room. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna make
5: a song in the house and just hand it to the
0: guy in the corner,
5: <laughs> and that's it. You got my song? You like it? Well, I appreciate it. I think brother.
0: the the issue is that the record labels, you know, even though they they shouldn't be anymore, they're still really big. Yeah. And because they're so they're so large, it's hard for them to change directions quickly enough to satisfy what these artists are able to do in a few man. minutes. Like if you can literally do an entire album in a weekend at your house what? and you're ready to go, you can't wait on a record. there's no reason to wait on a record label to to help you. I like out.
5: this a dope producer, dope songwriter, and a great engineer can you can record and mix an entire album in a week. Yeah. Man, Thirteen man. songs plus mixing, plus cleaning, plus making sure everything's perfect. You can have it
4: out in a week. Yeah,
0: that's why labels can't. That's
5: why
4: labels can't keep up. Right, they can't. They can. They, they have to hold you back in order. I to heard keep a up. story
5: about um, R. Kelly and I think Jive. Jive was like, "Yo, we need another album for your contract." You thought, Well, here's a catalog. Find thirteen you like. And put it out. <laughs> There's your album. I'm going back to Rio. Ta-da. <laughs> you know, what I'm, saying? <laughs> right. I'm going back to Mexico right now. Figure <laughs> out what you want to do. How many albums you need? Here's a hard drive. Figure right. it out. You know, that's real. You got to keep working, man. But Ooh. I.
0: I definitely want to come back and do this sometime. Absolutely, man. You're you're here now so whenever you want to come back <laughs> oh, yeah. just let us know.
5: Yeah, cuz I wanted to talk about how, you know, there's only really three labels. There are People
4: think there's thousands, but...
0: We've actually touched on that before, Oh, so. yeah,
4: yeah. We going into... <laughs> hey, you know so what, <laughs> matter of fact, we're going to cut this one off right. now, and we're going to start recording the next one, and then we'll come out for another two weeks. You know?
0: Man. No, nah, definitely come back, though, man. We, that's, that's an interesting topic, and I think that is something that people need to know about. Um, But listeners, we appreciate you guys tuning in once again mm-hmm. to the 9010 Rule. Yeah. Till next time. To submit topic suggestions, email us at info at the 9010rule.com.